Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Did you know that back in December 2008, the Empire State Building, valued at $1.89 billion, was stolen? Well, not literally, but the New York Daily News filed fake paperwork with the city to transfer the deed to the property to them. It was to prove there was a loophole in the way the City of New York handled and recorded property transactions. As a result of this dodgy transfer, the property laws were amended and the newspaper returned the building to its rightful owner. The thought of stealing an actual building or any large item might sound ridiculous, as surely the easiest things to steal are small items. They're easy to grab, conceal and also offload down the track. But for some people, little items didn't appeal. And today we're looking at some really, really large erections that actually were stolen. I'm Tori Hodgman and welcome to the Smooth Criminal Podcast. We'll start off with some of the smaller of the huge items and work our way up. Movie fans often say they'd love a souvenir from their favourite film and sometimes movie studios will actually auction off items for fans. But one fan and also a crew member on the MGM movie set of Singing in the Rain, a man by the name of Brian Goatsinger, simply took the famous lamppost home with him and stuck it in his front yard. Maybe it was calmer, but four years later, a thief stole the lamppost, which has never been seen again, and nor was the culprit ever caught. Now moving on to a slightly larger erection. A story about a power pole or a telegraph pole, stoby pole, depending on where you live. And on this occasion, the crime was committed in Florida. We're talking an entire power pole. That's quite a big erection. Following Hurricane Irma in Florida in 2017, many residents were left without power. But two bright sparks in this predicament thought they could fix it by stealing a power pole valued at two and a half grand. The smooth criminals, Blake Lee Waller, age 42, and Victor Walter Appler, age 46, were arrested after someone reported them loading the pole onto the roof of the car. Eventually, the authorities caught up with them driving down the highway and the pair were charged with grand theft charges. Now to erections with a little more substance. To the Union County Fairground in Ohio, where someone stole a children's roller coaster from the grounds. The Go Gator Carnival ride was a roller coaster that had little alligator train cars and it was sitting on a purple and green trailer when someone in a white pickup truck attached their vehicle to the coaster and drove off with it in broad daylight. CCTV footage captured the truck and roller coaster heading down a highway and with a license plate registered in the state of Maine. But little other information could be found when it was discovered the truck had been stolen. The $35,000 roller coaster and the culprit have never been seen again, 
Much to the sorrow of the local residents who grew up riding the Go Gator roller coaster, as did later generations. And now to Wales, where in 2015, a man by the name of Morris Byrne received a phone call from the neighbour who lived next to his vacant childhood home to let him know there had been some suspicious activity in the backyard. Upon arriving at the property, Byrne was surprised to see all of the tools and furniture from the backyard shed had been strewn all over the lawn and the actual shed was missing. The culprit was never caught, but how on earth didn't someone spot them leaving the scene carrying a bloody shed? And in Czechoslovakia in 2012, the police were contacted to report a ski lift had been stolen. The thieves were never caught either, but their act was fairly impressive considering they had to steal three steel columns, the structures that actually supported the ski lift, all of the chairs and over half a mile of steel cable. Now something a little bit bigger but maybe less suspicious to steal, or at least to be seen stealing, is the tiny home. The fact they're already on trailers means you just have to hook them up to your vehicle and drive off with them. And that's precisely what happened to Megan Parnu of St. Louis, Missouri, who'd spent 20 grand and two years building a 12-foot high tiny home that she was planning to move into as soon as it was completed. The tiny house was being built in the lot of a remodeling supply warehouse and someone simply rocked up, hooked it up to their truck and took off with it. A few weeks later... An anonymous call to the police led to them finding it 30 miles away and it was towed back to Panu, but the culprits were never arrested. And still in Missouri, Lisa Stubblefield had her tiny home in a roped-off area in Springfield on the grounds where an event called the Food Truck Showdown was going to be held. Despite having the tiny house in a roped-off area, someone came along and, like the former culprits, simply hooked it up to their truck and drove off with it. Stubblefield described the tiny house as being 13 feet tall and looking like a small house with a covered porch but no plumbing. The police put info on their Facebook pages seeking the public's help and eventually a woman in Pittsburgh, Kansas, over nine miles away, called to say the tiny house was there but again the culprits were never found. Still on erections as big as houses... In Loon Lake, Washington, a couple decided to head to their holiday cabin for a spring weekend. But upon arriving, they discovered their entire house was missing. The 10 foot by 20 foot prefab cabin had been stolen, together with all of the furniture and camping gear stored inside it. The deck, the steps and even the paving blocks. And another 10 foot by 20 foot prefab homeowner, Chris Hempel, also discovered her little vacation cabin was missing when she arrived at the lake to find the gate wide open and the cabin had been ripped from its foundations and was no longer there. Her cabin was found 20 miles down the road and the police towed it back to the lake and reattached it to the foundations. In 2018, a former employee from a Strongsville City school in Ohio was indicted for the alleged theft of many items from the school, including a generator, snowplow, utility shed, carport, and best of all, a barn. Police executed a search warrant for the home of Robert Schwerman, aged 49, who had worked as a maintenance foreman in the school district 
and they found over 65,000 bucks worth of stolen goods, including the barn. Schwerman was indicted for theft in office and tampering with evidence. Now, this next theft is probably the most uncool of them all, at least for religious folk, when in Russia, over the course of a month, an entire church was stolen. The thieves started to steal the church brick by brick, and then they'd use the bricks to build other buildings in the area. Despite offers of rewards and many pleas for the return of the parts of the church, not one brick was ever given back. According to town legend, though, a local businessman made an offer of four cents for any brick from the church that was returned to him, and apparently one morning he opened his front door to hundreds of Russian villagers all holding armfuls of bricks, but I couldn't verify whether that story was true or not. Okay, let's take a look at some even bigger erections, like truly ginormous stolen erections. Now, when it comes to things that you think would be nearly impossible to steal, a bridge is something that would come to mind? They do for me, but in researching this topic, I have to say I was blown away by how many bridges have been stolen. I found stories of stolen bridges from all around the world, including the Czech Republic, England, and even Turkey. Let's go to the Czech Republic and wind the clock back to 2012, when a 10-ton bridge with nearly 200 metres, or 650 feet of track, was dismantled and removed in one night. And this was a well-planned-out operation, with the thieves posing as people who'd been hired to help demolish and remove the bridge. In Ukraine, a 36-foot-long bridge was stolen for scrap metal back in 2004, leaving commuters stranded as the bridge was the main route for traffic to cross a river. In North Beaver Township, and yep, I did include this story so I could say Beaver, in Pennsylvania in 2011, thieves used blowtorches to dismantle a 40-tonne, 50-foot-long bridge and take off with approximately 100000 bucks worth of steel. Russia has also suffered the fate of a stolen bridge. In 2008, commuters on their way to work had to find alternative routes after they discovered the bridge they usually took to get to work had been stolen. The 38-foot-long, 200-tonne erection had been dismantled overnight by thieves. The old saying, once bitten, twice shy, came into play with the new replacement bridge being much harder to dismantle and steal because it was made out of concrete. So what exactly is the point in stealing bridges? Well, the scrap metal business can be very lucrative and as bridges are constructed with some of the toughest metals around, it actually makes sense to pull apart a bridge and sell it off in little pieces. This is also the way culprits are rarely caught because it's not like they lift the bridge intact and walk off with it. They actually pull it apart piece by piece and a scrap metal yard is the perfect place to hide them. Thanks for listening to the latest episode of the Smooth Criminal Podcast. Please make sure you hit the like button, subscribe to the podcast, share it with your friends and even leave a review if you can. And don't forget on YouTube we also have the Smooth Criminal Podcast channel where not only can you listen to the podcast, but currently we're doing a special series called The Wreck of the Ruby Princess, looking into the diabolical fuck-up in Australia that let COVID-19 positive passengers back out into the community. Until next time, stay safe everyone, and remember, don't get hit by, don't get struck by a smooth criminal. (laughs) 